Welcome back to Progress in Moments. I'm your host, Stephen Coriander. Before we get on with the show, it would be completely wrong of me not to touch on the tremendously difficult and sad week it has been in the world of professional wrestling. We lost an absolute legend in Terry Funk and unbelievably tragically a 36-year-old husband and father in Wyndham Rotunda. All of our thoughts are with the friends, family and fans of both. And a message from me, don't anyone feel silly about grieving these larger-than-life heroes just because we didn't know them personally, perhaps. Your feelings are valid, whatever they may be. Hopefully this weekend can be one of light, joy and healing for the wrestling community at large. On with the show. Eleven thousand three hundred and twenty days later. Time will stand still. AEW All In. Fans from all over the world are going to be joining us in London. Has become the most anticipated wrestling event of all time in London. Wembley Stadium. On Sunday, August twenty-seven. Listen to that response. Don't miss the biggest names, the biggest matches on the biggest stage of them all. Together, we will make this professional wrestling's biggest spectacular of all time. What a start to All In Weekend. Um, some new things I've learned today. London Dungeon moved from London Bridge to Waterloo 10 years ago. So if you're trying to make it up to your wife for going to a wrestling event on her birthday, maybe look to see where that is if you're booking that for her. Um, because if you don't, you're going to end up really cocking things up. Second thing I've learned is never get off at West Ham Station to go to the Copper Box and try and get an Uber because there are some shady characters walking around and the chance of you being robbed and or killed are high. Right, so things are going to pick up now. I've had a Starbucks double shot espresso and it's time to run down what you've got in, what we've got in store for you this weekend. So Mark and I are at the Copper Box show tonight um, and tomorrow morning, Dan and I are going to see uh, Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez, which will be wonderful. And then of course, all in um, tomorrow as well, tomorrow afternoon slash evening. Um, so to, for the next bit, we're not going to go match by match on the uh, Rev Pro show tonight um, because I suspect that will probably bore you all to tears talking about British Independent Wrestling, but we'll probably talk about some of our highlights. I'll get Mark involved soon. So stay tuned, stay tuned for the biggest weekend in the history of professional wrestling in the United Kingdom. It is all in weekend.
it wouldn't be an on the road podcast without technical difficulties. So, Mark, I feel like we're going to get a little bit of a feeling of deja vu here. Uh, welcome to the show. How's your day been? How's your Saturday before All In been so far? It's been a long, busy day, eventful day, but not too bad. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, so I think we're having a really good time at the, at the uh, Red Pro 11th anniversary show. We've just got Osprey and Takagi to go. We've just seen a big old overbooked, ridiculous match of Oku and Trent Seven and Oku's retained. Uh, what do you think of the show so far? I've enjoyed it. It's been a good show. I've been keeping an eye on the guys from up north and they've all represented us well. And uh, yeah, some really good matches. What's your highlights over the night? I uh, enjoyed seeing Robbie X almost win the Cruiserweight title. Um, Ricky Knight Jr., Zack Sabre Jr. tore it up and um, just seen a brilliant table bump in this uh, Michael Oku Trent Seven match. Yeah, how Michael Oku's girlfriend got up from a pile driver from the apron for a table, I do not know. And also, the two St. John's Ambulance people that just watched that and didn't tend to her, shame on both of you. Um, how are you feeling ahead of tomorrow? Looking forward to it. It's going to be a big day, big event, and uh, something special, I think. Now, you know what question's coming next, the most important one. What are you going to be wearing? I'm going to go with my FTR t-shirt, supporting the greatest tag team of all time, hopefully retaining their title. I think they probably will. But for those interested, I'm going Sting Socks, Will Ospreay t-shirt, CM Punk hoodie. Main event coming up next. Predictably, Well Osprey beats you guys in the main event. Um, you go first, Mark. What did you think of that? I thought it was really good. Yeah, everything was on point and uh, I was into it. Yeah, I thought it was really good as well. <laughs> Excuse me. Choke death. I think the only thing that was missing for me was a little bit of stakes. Like, it was a very good match. But I don't think that was... Even the, even the, the last one, the clap crowd one they did in 2021, I just don't think it was... I mean, perhaps I'm, perhaps I'm expecting too much, but... When it's a main event of an indie show with Osprey's headliner, you know he's going to win. It was just, I don't know, it was very, very good. But I wouldn't, I, for me, that wouldn't be in my sort of match of the year considerations. I think overall the show has been really, really good. It's a tremendous achievement to sell so many tickets. But I'm not sure this is like an all-timer as good as it looks on paper. What do, what do you, what are your sort of final thoughts on it? I'd agree with that. With the with the talent on the card. I was expecting to be blown away. And while I really enjoyed it, I can't say as I was blown away. Yeah, and I'm not sure, do you think our seats are going to do that? Because we are a little bit detached, aren't we? A lot of the crowd was well into it. I'm not sure, are we slightly too high here? Do you think, is that something to do with it at all, do you think? Yeah, I think the ringside crowd reaction was different to what we were surrounded by up here. Yeah, I think a big part of the Red Pro experience is being really close to seeing all of the incredible action, hard hitting stuff up close but yeah an incredible night still it's been really really good seeing red pros at 11th anniversary and roll on tomorrow and all in at Wembley Stadium so just after we finished watching and talking about the main event who uh, who turned up for a little run-in Mark 
Uh, it was AEW superstar Chris Jericho. Yes, in a lovely mask. Just a shame that for approximately 20% of the beatdown, his arse crack was hanging out, which was a bit... I guess that is... A, jeans, it's no good for a middle-aged man. Yeah, I'm not sure it's good for any man now, really. Do you know that jeans are kind of on their way out? Lots of people in reality shows are wearing, like, cargo pants now. Is that a thing that you're going to adopt? Uh, no, I'll, I'll stick with the jeans a bit longer. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, yeah, I think that was... Uh, I think we both agree that was an excellent angle to finish the show. And we're both hoping... Hoping that they are pushing Osprey as a babyface tomorrow, and they're going to show that beforehand. And when we crack gets behind him, right, Mark, and I bid you a tearful farewell for now. But um, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Little bonus behind the scenes from the Coriander household on the morning of all in. I've slept terribly because I'm so excited. Um, I was explaining to my dear and long-suffering wife uh, what happened in the main event and the the masked attacker that attacked Will Osprey and. Uh, how it was clear that it was Jericho. And why did you say that it was clear and obvious to me that it was Jericho? There's absolutely no doubt in your mind because you know every inch of that man's body. Every inch of that man's body. Oh, yes, I do. So here we go. Train into London right now. And to say that a state of delirium has set in is an understatement. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I just think maybe, just maybe because this is Wembley, I feel like I'm more excited for this today than I've been probably anything I can remember for a long, long time. Tokyo Dome's WrestleMania, this just feels different. Getting up from home and having this in, in my backyard, so to speak, well, not really backyard, but within the M25, um, it's just a completely different kettle of fish. It's just, it just feels so incredible. Seeing Osprey last night and the Jericho match now feels, still feels so massive. Seeing him in his prime, I wasn't able to see a load of Bret Hart matches in his, in his prime, but seeing Osprey in his prime and another massive match at Wembley means so much. Punk, etc. What happens with MJF and Cole? I, I do think it's going to be a really, really good show. The weather looks slightly iffy at the start, but hopefully that improves. I cannot, cannot, cannot wait, cannot wait. Um, I will be meeting Dan and Matthew very shortly to uh, do the Dave Meltzer Q&A. So I'm sure we'll get a little bit of input from them and see whether they are feeling slightly as unhinged as I am or as close to as unhinged as I am right now. As you can probably tell, even saying these words is a bit of a struggle. Just to clear up something I've just said, because it will bug me otherwise, I of course saw Bret Hart in his prime. What I meant was I didn't get to see him live in his prime other than British Bulldog at Wembley Stadium. So just to clarify that, because if I didn't clear that point up, that would have bugged me until the day I died. Welcome to the show, Matthew Roberts. How you doing, peeps? We all good? How did you, what did you think about the show last night then? That was, honestly, for my first one as well, first yeah. Red Pro show, that was bloody brilliant. Yeah. Like, start to finish, like, the, the quality, top to bottom of the card, was really, really good. What was your favourite match of the lot? Oh, that's a question. Um, do you know what? Of all the ones, I really enjoyed the Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. and freaking Ricky match. I thought it was really good. Um, and i got to be honest, the main event was fucking phenomenal yeah. as well. Main event was excellent. We're getting cut off here because um, we're about to go in and see Dave. Dan, how you doing? Quick, quick word. Oh, I'm great. I'm here. I've arrived. I've got a nice new scarf on. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Wow. Uh, 
Before we start, I, uh, it's been pretty pretty tough the last few weeks, and I just want uh, I want everyone to like just pay tribute to uh, Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. And, uh, So Matthew, we've just meeting. Uh, we're just meeting. We're just meeting Dave Meltzer. I was very nervous. I was shaking. Dan, I did bottle it. Dan, you did a particularly good job with him. Got it. Dave, Dave's, uh, Dave's, Dave. I walked towards Dave and he said, "Oh wow, I'm, I'm currently wearing an Irish McNeil Boys Club T-shirt, which I designed." He went, "Oh wow, I love your T-shirt. Oh my gosh." And I said, "Oh, it's all because of the next man you're going to speak to." Who then proceeded to go up and be like, "Dave, Dave." It was a bit like that, in that I had to repeat myself because I didn't hear. And I was like, I was the guy that watched all your five star matches in the pandemic. I really love you, Dave. And I think it's probably fair to say, Matt, that he, he might have had enough of the day so far, hasn't he? I, I think Stephen pissed him off. Because um, like, by, by the time I saw him, he's like, oh, because somebody came up and was like, oh, well, we got to hurry, you guys. I was like, oh, right, great. Hello. Hi, Matthew. Bye. Oh, thanks. I'm so sorry. I think he, you know, Dave's not a young man. He was perfectly pleasant, but he, um, I think he'd had enough, isn't it, so to say? Yeah. Have a sit down for a bit now, yeah. Well, we were talking earlier on about the Rev Pro show last night. So, so, what are some of your highlights, some of your lowlights from that last night? The, the the main event is is probably one of the highlights. The the Jericho running was fucking amazing. So it's right by Matt. Yeah, I mean, what the, yeah. Let, let's obviously get that out of the way. My seats got changed last minute. I ended up being uh, second row. There was nobody in front of me, so I may as well have been front row. Why were they changed? I have no idea. Like literally, uh, about three o'clock, I had an email saying. To do some logistical change, we've moved here, and I thought, oh crap. But then I got there and was like, oh, this is my new seat. Happy days. Well, it must have been over 100 quid, those seats, right now, I would have thought. I think they, they were around about 100, I think, yeah. So, value for money wise, well pleased. But, like, yeah, the, the Jericho running was awesome. Um, like I said, like, you know, I said earlier, the, the uh, Zack Sabre Jr. match was great. All of the matches, in, as far as quality goes, it's very rare you get a show where, like, everything hits. Apart from JJ Gale. Yeah, okay. I mean, the, the women's match was completely shat on by the crowd for the entire match. And I'm not exaggerating this. Start to finish, we're chanting hardcore country. And it was irritating as hell. It was absolutely dreadful, wasn't it? Yeah, so like that, that's probably my, my biggest sort of thing that I didn't like about it. Um, and oh, and I must say that the in the... Um, Michael, I can't pronounce his surname. How to say it? Oku. Okay. Thank you. Michael Oku, uh, Trent Seven match. The table spot, the second one where it didn't break. Jesus, that looked painful. That was awesome, but overall, great. Why did the ambulance people not help poor Amira when she was dying on the floor? Ah, how did she get back up from that? They, honest to God, they, they were actually quite funny. Like you, They were just laughing their, their heads off the entire show. So they're probably thinking... I get sit here, you know, I get paid to sit here and just basically do nothing. I mean, that, that is very Andy Crawdon, that the booking of that main, that uh, title match is like very attitude era overbooked, but I think it, it was a bit overbooked. It's just about staying inside the line, I think, in terms of. Yeah, like, it's, it was good. I mean, what would you say? I didn't hear because of the noise. I, I, I thought it just stayed just inside the line of being okay rather than too overbooked. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's probably a fair point. I mean, the, the, the end bit was, um, like I said, the whole sort of sequence at the end was, was amazing. Um, it, took, it took a bit of time to get there, I think, though. Yeah. Moving on to today, what is the match you're most looking forward to this evening? 
I gotta be honest, after last night, it's Osprey Jericho. Um, do you know? I just I get a feeling that I think FTR Young Bucks. I can't even believe I'm saying he's being underlooked, but I kind of feel that it is. It's going to be amazing, and I just I have a funny feeling that Adam Cole and MJF are really going to step up to the plate. I don't think the magnitude of this show is lost on them, and I think that that could be really good. I think they have to. I mean, what was the first one on TV a half an hour draw, an hour draw? Half an hour. Half hour draw, yeah. So I think that they, I mean, they've, they've got it. It's just, is Adam Cole going to turn? Is he going to win the title and turn? Yeah. Um, you, you have to because, I mean, as much as I, like, I know MJF has said he doesn't like being a babyface and that, but you can't fight it. The people love him. Uh, and Adam Cole, I mean, I think right now, I think he'd be even hotter if he does turn. Um, he's never been the best babyface anyway, so I think it's a natural switch. Yeah, I think so too. I, th- I think that you've got you. I think that MJF turning is very cheap. I do think they're probably going to rematch next weekend at All Out, um, which they've got a week to build, haven't they? It's a Tuesday night in Texas job, really. It's, it's mental that that's happening. I can't. I can't. I still can't even believe it. Like I don't know. Maybe they'll they'll do a. Con- I can't even fathom them doing like a confrontation or something. I suppose they'd have to have a match, but I don't know. I think it's got to be a media rematch. I think I think you do you put you do something tonight. Cole turns on him. MJF comes out and wins. I want my rematch. He probably wins the title back. I would think. That's what I think they'll do. Maybe maybe I mean. That's, yeah, I mean, otherwise it's going to end up being some form of fuck finish, which you know, nobody wants to see. You can't do that at Wembley, but I think we might get a fuck finish with Cole winning the title. Or Cole turns, doesn't win the title, and then you get a rematch next week still. That's possible. But, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Matthew, thank you. Benjamin, a very brief appearance on the podcast before, back in, what was that, January 22? First ever live audience. First ever live audience. Ever live audience. Uh, what are you most looking forward to this evening? Uh, wrestling. <laughs> Any particular match, Ben? No, don't really know who's fighting yet. I'm really Great. Amazing, amazing, amazing content. I'll be coming back to you for lots of stuff later on, Ben. You've done such a good job. So our little posse is growing ever more. Lewis is now here. Lewis, what are you looking forward to most? If you just asked me, I obviously said Punk and Osprey. I wish they were fighting each other, actually. But what are you most looking forward to? MJF, done. Yeah, that's the match you're most looking forward to. And what's going to happen? Is MJF going to retain or is Cole going to win? Uh, retain he's, he's got too much ego to lose I don't think it's down to him is it Surely, do you think Cole's going to turn on him uh, he's got, I reckon he's got too much creative influence I feel like there might be a title change tonight but who, yeah who knows I think there'll either be a title change or be a turn and not a title change I think he should drop it he, he's got too big for his boots character wise say that again say that again sorry MJ's got too big for his boots I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. Anything else on the card that piques your interest? I've got nothing. Great. Not looking forward to seeing Punk, no? I think it's the wrong match, if I'm honest. So I don't really. There's no pop for me. Thank you very much for your overwhelming positivity. I won't be coming back to you again all night. So we're now walking up to Wembley and we're joined by Callum. How are you, Callum? I'm feeling excited. I can just see the edge of Wembley Stadium. In fact, I can see the arch 
this uh, if it doesn't feel real now it's never going to feel real is it no there's a lovely colourful car park here as well how are the um, how is your stomach feeling because mine feels like it's about to implode mixture of tiredness and too much coffee I think you I, I can't really comment on this because I've turned up feeling great um, I was not sitting in a was it sports bar and grill from 9am that was eating the god worst food ever and drinking terrible pints I turned up I was feeling um, excited and ready to go really so no so no comment Stephen no comment yeah I do feel like I'm currently I've got other people's sweat all over my face which is slightly unpleasant uh, what, welcome to a wrestling event <laughs> yeah 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 big time uh, what's the match you're most, most looking forward to tonight I, it has to be the one with Kenny in it because I've actually never seen Kenny wrestle for all the times we've gone to see it all the Japanese shows we've been to I've never ever seen Kenny wrestle and he is he is my number one CM Punk used to be number one he's now number two but Kenny has overtaken because I've been on that journey with him so long and to actually get to see him wrestle tonight for the first time ever live that that is quite a special moment for me how disappointed are you it's not a singles match though very very disappointed <laughs> very disappointed. even though I Sorry to rub that in. I laughed through that but yes it would have been incredible well, we said it on the uh, forbidden forbidden door review how incredible it would have been if this was Osprey Omega 3 um, I guess you guys have probably talked about the booking and things like this but now we're here look at that football shirt that is a good football shirt that is a good football shirt look at the football shirt is it better than United Empire yeah. football shirts? I bet that's at least 80 quid. That might be making its way home with me tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, sorry. We're talking about the, you're talking about the booking. Yeah, that, all that stuff goes out the window now because we are here. We're, we're about to see it. Um, I think we're all excited to just get in there and see some incredible stuff. Show starts T-minus 90 minutes. Bit of Eye of the Tiger. We're in the, we're in the stadium now and I have to say... I'm quite underwhelmed. What do you think? Am I, is it just me? But the staging is weird. The, the cover over the ring is really, really close into the ring. So lots of people can have uh, a broken view of the ring. It just feels very old in here. What, what do you think? Well, we are level with the top rope, which I know historically is like a good position to be in. I think we're lower than that. You think we're lower yeah. than that? Okay. The only trouble is we've got the boom camera here, which if they're going to be doing spots at that half, completely uh, covers up the action in the ring. That's going to be very strange and quite... That's not going to be fun to watch that through because otherwise we're going to be staring at the screen. Yeah, I completely um, agree. It's, and we can't see the aisle away from here either, can we? No, no, I don't even know. I can see where they're going to come out, but in actual seeing the walk down to the stage, I think we're, we're, we're not observing that to the best. Yes, yes. Let's try that photo. Not, not the best for while we're trying to do podcasting, but it's all good, Lewis. What do you think of the staging? I think it looks amazing. Do you, do you actually? I do. Oh, okay, and I love the seats. We're all allowed our own opinions on this podcast, but as you know, my opinions are always the right ones. So MJF and Adam Cole became the new Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions in seven minutes. Completely shenanigan-free seven minutes. What do you think of the opener? Oh, my God. Well, first off, what we suspected was, are the crowd going to be worn out by you know, MJF and Cole's entrance? But as a best heel should do, they cut the audience off, not allowing them to say what they want to say. I turned to you when they know what they're doing. They pulled us in. They pulled us in, right? They pulled us in. What do you think of the opener? Sorry? What did you think of the opener? Yeah, really good. Amazing. Great crowd pop. Um, yeah, nice and clean. 
it'll be interesting to see how they uh, perform later on. Yeah, I thought they might do something there angle-wise, but they didn't at all, did they? They were just uh, a pure babyface title win. So, yeah, the crowd's hot. It's not as full as I thought it was going to be because one side is not all that full at the moment, is it? We'll see if it fills up a little bit later, but a solid start and the crowd, as you'd expect, is very hot. So, obviously, when you've got a stadium stampede match, what you book in the pre-show is a hardcore match of two wrestlers do a spot on a car, obviously. Obviously, um, I'm going to go that way, actually, Callum. So, thank you for listening. Mark, what do you think about uh, Tony Khan Book of the Year booking a hardcore match in the pre-show with loads of big spots, including one for a windscreen of a car? Uh, in isolation, I like the match. I thought it was a good match, but I am concerned that we are going to see everything you can imagine in the next four or five hours and the last couple of matches might suffer as a result. Big time. Dan, any thoughts on the show so far about the, what we call zero hour? I think the thing for Mark that he's worried about is going to suffer is he's sitting next to me. Um, uh, so far, um, what, uh, what, what annoyed me a little bit was that Jack Perry could have got the rope there and it's only a little thing it annoys me so much that he could have put his foot on the rope and he didn't which meant I knew he was going to lose at the end of the day do it again come up with a different win but ultimately who cares I couldn't hear most of that Dan so hopefully it was expert analysis Talk about CM Punk and uh, Samoa Joe. CM Punk won in 14 minutes. I thought the match was absolutely great. Go on, Dan. What blasphemous things are you going to say? Going into that match, I was asking Mark. I was saying to Mark, I don't get Samoa Joe. What is this? I'm done with it. I have just watched a match where, by the end, I don't understand how that man was allowed to lose that match. The crowd, he was better than him. He battered Punk. He battered Punk. And yet Punk bites him and then hits one move and that's it I'm sorry make it make sense but uh, I knew Samoa Joe was awesome and he really performed tonight that was a great match I am a little disappointed he lost but it is what it is fantastic match um, just really intriguing and with regards to the way the crowd were but yeah really good outcome yeah, I loved it. What did you think of that opener, Callum? Oh my god, I can't believe I've just seen Samoa Joe and CM Punk wrestle. Now, I think we were in the minority of Punk fans there. Yeah, yeah. We were chanting for him. Um, yeah, blood in the first match, okay, fine, but that was a hell of an opener. What a great way to start. I think so. We're actually two out of three for blood so far. Uh, we've got the Bullet Club and Kenny Omega, six man up now. It was probably obvious, somewhat obvious, because I think they're going to do Takeshita and Kenny Omega next week, but Takeshita beat Omega's team in 19 minutes and 30 seconds. I thought the first half, that was pretty dull. It came a bit more alive in the second half. I don't need to see Kota Ibushi wrestling at that level. A few, a few slips and stuff again. Callum, how are you feeling about your, your man Omega being pinned there? I, I don't know what to say, because it's really mixed motions. It's the first time I've ever seen Kenny Omega wrestle. I was so ready for this. We spoke in the weeks leading up on a previous podcast that 
it should have been Kenny in a singles. And I'm, I'm mixed because I want I wanted to enjoy that. I wanted to enjoy that. What was your line? I'm not going to steal your line. Oh, yeah. My line was, using Kenny Omega in that is basically like having the best-looking boyfriend or girlfriend in the world, but they install a no-touch policy because that's what it is, basically. It's like you've got this the best thing you could possibly get. And you don't, you, you, I shouldn't say use it, but you know what I mean in, the, in that way. Probably not a great analogy in uh, 2023, but there we go. I, and it's, it's, this is tough because I wanted to enjoy this. I wanted so badly to enjoy this. If I'm thinking positively, I just saw Kenny Omega. If I'm thinking rationally, I, I wanted more. I wanted to see Kenny Omega better. I wanted this better. I think in the in the shock of the night, uh, in the shock of the night, the Young Bucks have politicked their way into the first hour of the pay per view. An hour of the pay, an hour in the Young Bucks time, kill everything that comes after it, the Young Bucks way. So, I don't know, we had technical problems just to make a change. Just read that um, CM Punk and Jack Perry have had a backstage altercation, which is lovely. Uh, I don't know why people can't just leave CM Punk alone. FTR beat the Young Bucks in 21 minutes and 42 seconds. Way too early on the card. A position where a lot of people need to go out and get beers, etc. But the crowd massively got into it towards the end. Mark, you've already done this once. Give me your thoughts again. I'm to, I will try not to touch anything because I think I did it. Well, as we expected, it was predictable in good ways and bad ways. It was a great match, really good match, really enjoyable. But it was on in the Young Bucks time slot. It lasted the Young Bucks amount of time. They'll get the five stars for it. I just feel like they take advantage of their position as EVPs. Lewis, thoughts on the tag title match? Yeah, really good. Um, some of the near falls, I thought, were a little bit strange because they should have been finishes but yeah good near falls good overall um, offering really good here we go stampede uh, stampede stampede stadium stampede what more could you want in life so i'm i missed the whole of the stadium stampede that when 21 minutes 15 seconds orange cassidy winning but my esteemed correspondent dan phillips i went to get his gin and tonic and a lovely pretzel but dan did watch the whole thing so I watched the whole thing. Um, so unnecessary. I mean, I love all that. I'm sitting next to an ECW fan right now who even agrees with me. Some bits of that were too much. Ridiculous uh, moves. These are grown men putting their bodies on the line more than they need to. Orange Cassidy is good. He should be here on his own. Competing for a title in a real match. Some of the stuff we've just seen. John Moxie has just put 10 cocktail sticks in the top of his head. I'm sorry. There is no need for that in any... No wrestling fan is going... We've all said tables, ladders and chairs. No one's gone and cocktail sticks in the top of your head. There's no need for that. Uh, I'll pass you to an ECW fan who may... May, may go, Dan, what are you talking about? I love hardcore. I was eating. Didn't see it. He's still eating. He didn't see it. What do you think about the match in general, though? Not very good. He doesn't even... He's too busy eating his chicken nugget and chip. That's how little he fought in the match. He'd rather finish this last chip than tell you about it. Got a one-man show there. Um... 
the women's world title match is next. And someone explained to me how that match should go on after Young Bucks and FTR in the stadium stampede. But that's we're living in Tony Khan's world. Soraya just won the women's title in just under nine minutes. It was okay, actually, but I'm quite surprised that big a decision. She's celebrating in the ring with the family, including Ricky Knight Jr. What do you think of the women's title, man? Uh, you know what, actually, it wasn't half bad books. I mean, uh, Tony Storm, sort of being that person that, oh, she messed up, but was like, no, I'm really sorry about it. And actually paid comeuppance to it. Um, I actually quite enjoyed it, and it yeah. didn't too long. Yeah, it was nicely booked, actually, and the crowd are reacting big for Soraya, so I can't even, I, even I can't complain about that. So Darby Allen and Sting won, a, I thought, an entertaining coffin match in 15 minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, what did you think of that, Lewis? Fantastic match. I feel sorry for Darby Allen in his later years. He's not looking after this lower lumbar, is he? Apparently he wants to climb Mount Everest next year, so... I mean, that's not a... a that's a perilous uh, quest, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, amazing match. Uh, did everything I thought it would. Christian Cage stole the show for me. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I look good. We'll see what's next. I think probably Osprey and Jericho. Yeah, we just confirmed. Right, let's buddy go. Will Osprey beat Chris Jericho in just under 15 minutes after Jericho kicked out a one Stormbreaker. I thought the match was excellent. Jericho turning back the years. Really, really phenomenal match. Callum, what do you think? Oh, just sensational. Any time Osprey's in the ring, you just get magic. Put him in there with Chris, he looked fantastic as well. Yeah. In front of 80,000 fans, his own fans, it's sensational. It's great stuff. And Jericho and Sammy are having a little tete-a-tete. Uh, Lewis, what do you think about Osprey and Jericho? All props to Jericho for um, pulling out a match. Well, Osprey obviously is golden, but um, yeah, Jericho, big props to one of the legends. Pretty good. Mark, what did you think of that? Uh, best Jericho match I've seen in about a decade. Uh, brilliant. Really good. Watching, I've just seen a video mainly to be like, I watched this man in York Hall, row two. Uh, I was late to the party. This guy, I watched in York Hall in row two, and I've now just watched him deservedly win in front of 80,000 people. He feels like one of our own. This guy is the future of wrestling. There should be a sign up now saying Will Ospreay is all elite. This is, he is the future of wrestling. Tony Khan, you've got him. Do what you need to do. He is the very best there is right now. Nice one. Trio's, trio's title and the main event to come. The acclaimed beat uh, House of Black in something like nine minutes. It wasn't that great. Any thoughts on that, Callum, before we move on to our main event? No, I don't have any thoughts on that. Oh, I don't really have anything to say. I mean, it's time now for MJF and Carwin. What happened? I think it's been a really, really strong show, actually. There's been a couple of things that you'd have probably done differently, but actually you can't really argue with Punk and Joe, the um, tag team title match as well, and also Jericho and Osprey. Plus, everything else has been either somewhere between decent and good I would say so yeah this has been a perhaps other than standing sad people I didn't see but yeah roll in the main event new champion yes or no say that again new champion yes or no yes yeah. new champion yes or no no yes Dad. Dad. new champion yes or no am I what new champion yes or no no interesting I'm going yes 
MJF retained the AEW World title in 27 minutes and 31 seconds after a restart. Lots of nonsense in that, very overbit, but the crowd really liked it. Uh, I'm not really sure what I think about that. I want my world title matches to be a little bit more serious than that. But how can I argue in the crowd? Uh, what do you think of the main event? Well, I did vote for us having a new world champ, and I was really into this until the overbooking started. Yeah. It was just overbooked, the restart, it just drew me out of it. I even said to you, does this have potential to be match of the night? You said to me the crowd are into it. They were, but it didn't, it didn't match up. MJF and Adam Cole are sort of... Adam Cole appears to be crying. Uh, Lewis, what did you, why are we keeping an eye on this? What did you think of the main event? Very unusual, but very good entertainment, a good angle of how to um, do matches moving forward. Uh, Mark, what did you think of the main event while we keep an eye on this? I didn't enjoy it. It was too long, and it was Adam Cole doing amateur dramatics. What do you think of the show overall? Uh, great show. Really, really good show, but... Yeah, didn't like the way they did that final match. Show was great, but that last match at the end, it's like I said to people here, it's like watching a pantomime by the end. It was like, he's behind you, he's behind you. The ref's dead. One minute the ref's dead. The next thing, there's a, there's a roll-up, and the ref's alive all of a sudden. It, it was just, the ending was so bad. Like, a great, a great day and a show, but what a ridiculous ending. Match of the night, oh, wow. oh well, obviously Osprey Jericho for me, but probably FTR box. Match of the night, Lewis. Jericho Osprey. Yeah, I'm not sure between Jericho and Osprey and Bucks and FTR, but both are pretty close. What's your match of the night, Callum? Uh, Osprey, Osprey, Jericho. Yeah. And that is it. As Adam Cole is holding the belt and looking to see whether he's going to um, hit MJF with it or not. I suspect they're not going to do that and they're actually going to hug it out. But you never know. Roderick Strong is out again. We're going to stay on air while this is... Because this is very much the end of All in London. What's going to happen? Is he going to turn or not? Roderick Strong is egging him on and he's thrown the belt down. Not surprisingly. Um, I think we're about to get a hug and a big cheer. I wonder what they're going to do for All Out next weekend if, they, if there's no angle here. It does seem a little bit strange, but... Um, yeah, I think the show has been the show's been really good. It's been one of their better shows in pay-per-view, I think. Um, there's not again. I, can't, I didn't watch Stadium Stand Peace, so I can't really say much too much about that. But yeah, I think it's been really historic, uh, history making, and that's the hug. So yeah, they're they're not. Uh, there's no turn here. Um, yeah, a really historic night. I don't know whether this is the start of things to come with AEW in the UK, but it's been 31 years from one Wembley Stadium show to another is too too long. Thank you all for listening and we shall speak to you all again very, very soon. And it looks like we're doing it all again next year. Roll on Sunday, August 25th, 2024, all in London too. Fucking get in.